I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Iron Brew Podcast. Brad Mel, Matt Blanchard and Matt Ellis. Well, we expected to be doing a podcast tonight. And truth be told, this isn't actually the one I was expecting, but I'm delighted it is. I mean, it's finally been done or certainly we're on our way to it. Um, Before I get your guys' thoughts, I think the best thing to do is probably just to read the statement out. Um, obviously, that takeover is is happening. Um, let's just read it as, it as it says. So, Scunthorpe United can confirm that a deal has been agreed for the acquisition of the club by the local group headed up by Simon Elliott and Ian Sharp. The club will now work with them during the final due diligence and transition into their ownership over the coming weeks. Peter Swan said, we needed to ensure that the club wages for November were paid as soon as possible, which will happen later today or tomorrow, thanks to the deal, and ensure the long-term future of the football club with new investments. Simon and Ian are heading to Scunthorpe right now to finalise the details and prepare for the game on Saturday versus Notts County. More details will follow in due course. And of course, we've had a few more details as well that we can add to that. Simon's been on the radio tonight, hasn't he? And he said that it does include the ground, it does include the land. I know people were concerned about that. Um, so, there's yeah, there's a few things we can pick out there. But Simon, he's been here before. He's a fan. We spoke to him quite a few times, haven't we? Ian's from here as well. He's a fan. It's It's all pointing in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, th- this is the um, the kind of, you know, the moment of redemption for the club, isn't it, really? Um, you know, this is sort of like deliverance for the fans. Um, and I think that it, it's important <clears throat> um, that we got the right um, the right group, the right investors, and obviously, um, you know, with the club at heart, um, I think that's the main thing. And I think that it would have been um, eh, a bit dodgy if we got the London-based consortium. And I think that the right people have, have come in uh, and, and it's taken a long time and it's been um, traumatic and it's been um, horrendous for fans. And the, obviously we know the results have been absolutely awful and, and there's been, you know, untold, you know, disasters behind the scenes. But I think that now we've come to the end of that. Uh, and I think we could probably look forward to a football club uh, because this time yesterday, um, Matt, when we were talking, we, we didn't think we'd be able to do that. The future of the club is is secure essentially. So for for you know for the generations of fans, they can watch Scunthorpe United, whatever tier that might be in, they will be able to do that. Whether yesterday we didn't think that was going to be the case. No, I mean yeah, that, that's that's exa- exactly right. I suppose um, you know the longer it went on, um, you always hoped that that something would come through and and someone would come through with with the money and be able to take over but I do think you know the longer it did go on it was it was getting more and more unlikely that that was going to happen um but I mean first and foremost I think it's, it's great that um you know everyone's been paid I think the the staff and everyone have been paid this evening or this afternoon um so you know at, at this time of year as well that was really important so that's you know that's great because there's, there's some really good good people down there who've worked sort of you know really long hours trying to keep the club afloat and, and trying to keep the club ticking over really um obviously there's been a big cut back in the number of staff and, and things like that, that that are actually down there working and you know some people in, in are working various roles you know that previously we may have had a couple of members of staff and now it's just down to, to one and, and you know they've, they've done a really good job to kind of keep things ticking over um, but yeah delighted for, for Simon and Ian and 
you know the other investors as well. I'm sure we'll kind of hear more in the the coming weeks, really, um, as to who else is involved. Um, there's obviously been various names sort of thrown out there over the past, I don't know, couple of months, I suppose. Um, whether all those are involved, um, I know that maybe a couple had kind of maybe dropped out during the process. But yeah, I'm really interested to see who else is kind of part of that. Um, and I think there might be a couple of surprises in in there as well. Um, we'll we'll have to wait and see, and I'm sure it'll become clear soon. But yeah, I mean, as we spoke yesterday, I think it was we said, you know, it was a it was a pivotal day. Um, it kind of felt like it needed to happen, or or that was that was it really, given the unpaid wages and and the bills that that need needed paying. So um, yeah, that's that's great that that it's been sorted. And I think. You know, I think we've got to remember that it's not going to be an overnight fix. Um, you know, I think the last four years or so, yeah, it's, it's been a bit of a disaster, really, um, on and off the field. And it's going to take time and it's going to take money and, and a lot of effort, really, to, to get us back moving in the right direction. Um, but I think, you know, we, we've got people there now that have the best interest of the club at heart. They want to take the club forward. They might not have the deepest pockets, but I think it's something that everyone can really get behind as as fans. I think we can we can really get behind it. And um, we've got people now that, that are interested in, in taking the club forward. And I think Swan, you know, the Swan family in the end um, probably weren't. And and you can probably understand that given the amount of stick they got and, and things like that from the fans. But yeah, I think now we've, we've got a team in place that, that can hopefully push the club forward. But I think it's going to take time. And, and I think this is just the start, really. I think there's kind of a long road ahead. But um, at least we've got a little bit of hope now. And I think that was kind of missing... Um, who knows whether we can stay up? I think it's going to take, um, you know, getting some players in, uh, another manager, hopefully, and yeah, I'm, I'm sure that will become clear in the next next few few days um, into next week. So I think we need those in sooner rather than later. Yeah, well, you mentioned the signings there, and actually that that brings me on to the uh, Turnbull statement actually because he's just put one out as well, um, and it, and he's sort of alluding to that already. So I'll, I'll read his two, and it says. We warmly welcome long-standing Scunthorpe United supporters Ian Sharp and Simon Elliott to the football club. Both have worked tirelessly to secure the future of the Iron and after many long hours have finally achieved their goal by agreeing a deal with Mr Swan. I wish Peter and Karen Swan well, whatever the future holds. Their financial support over the last 10 years has been vital to sustain Scunthorpe United. A positive step forward off the pitch now needs to be replicated on the pitch. We'll be helping the coaching staff by identifying some new additions. Our focus must be to climb the table and strengthen the squad. Hopefully, with your support, we can boost attendances and get fans back in numbers to watch the Iron. We need local businesses to get back on board and good people of North Lincolnshire to step up and help us get back on track. Let's make the future bright. Let's look forward, not back. Focus on the new and give everything for the club we love. So, again, a few bits in there, but the fact is from Turnbull, from, you know, acting chairman there, He's turning the attention to on the pitch. You know, we're already talking about strengthening the squad. You know, we're already talking about identifying new players because that that has been a big concern. You know, and it, as as you're saying there, Matt, it, we're, it's not going to be overnight. We're still in a mess on the pitch. You know, there's still the whole nuttall situation after as well in January. We definitely do need additions. Yeah, we do, and I I think that you know it's now more likely that Apter will stay. I think it's now more likely that. Nuttall will stay when um, towards the end of the season, and and I think that that that's important to stay. And I also think that you know a, a cloud's been lifted off the club now, um, and we would <clears throat> hope to see performances improve on the pitch. Um, we don't expect it to be immediate, uh, as you said, Matt. And I think that um, obviously, in, in the words of the statement from 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 Turnbull, there, you know, the, the we're still uh, not dry on on the um, takeover statement, and they're already talking about. Um, 
<clears throat> you know, bringing new players in. And I think that they need to do it with, with you know, some, some serious speed because we need points on the board and, and the current <clears throat> crop don't seem to be able to do it. Um, so we need to get some players in, some experience in, um, some, some key positions that need addressing. And I think that hopefully they will move quickly to do that. Um, and of course, they've just spent some money. They want to protect their investment. Um, so th- there's no point of just coming in and not investing in the playing squad. They need. They know it needs to be done. Uh, so I can imagine it will be done pretty fast and, and I, I probably would expect some signings to be made early next week. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Obviously, um, we don't know how much they've got to spend in terms of sort of transfer budgets. And we've got to remember that although it's kind of been agreed you know, we're still a few weeks away from it actually being finalised and, and everything going through. So it's going to be interesting how that kind of works. Um, but I do think they've already identified players uh, to come into the building um, in recent weeks. I think, obviously, there's been a couple of issues in terms of getting players through the door. Obviously, the, the financial situation, everyone knows. It's, I think Tony Dawes has admitted we'd like to bring players in, we'd like to freshen it up a little bit, but there's just no room in the budget to do that. Um, and I think um, there were there were other sort of implications from the the national league as well. I understand, um, given sort of the financial situation, so it's been very difficult to do anything at all, if if not impossible. Um, so I think the first step is obviously to to kind of, if it hasn't been done already, to sort of look at the issues there, um, get those resolved, and then yeah, bring some players in. And it may be you know the players that were identified. Um, recently are the players that come in. It might be now we've got a little bit more cash to spend. It might be that they, they look at other players as well. Um, but I think everyone's aware, as you said there, Matt, I think we, we definitely need, I don't know, maybe five or six at least. Um, and I think we've got to be realistic. Obviously, they are going to be you know trying to do some deals, might be some loans, but, you know, who knows? But, you know, it's not going to be, sort of an overnight fix and and I just hope everyone has a little bit of patience and and you know I'm sure they they'll be looking at players that can improve the group and yeah looking at obviously keeping the group some of the group together you know that some of the better players um I'm not sure on Apter I think <clears throat> I think he will still go um given Blackpool will probably want to kind of get him some game time at a higher level um but I think you know players like Nuttall who knows you know I think we've got a better chance if we don't have to sell players just to keep the club afloat which is you know the situation we've been in the, in the last few months so yeah on that on that front it's positive and, and it's positive they're already looking at additions but I do think as well that you know we've, we've got to get someone in to manage the group as well and, and have a look at the coaching side just to make sure that that, that is right because um, you know I mean Nelson might do okay um, I honestly didn't see anything changing as with the situation as it was yesterday given you know players were, were kind of uncertain about the futures, but hopefully this gives everyone a little bit of security, um, you know, a bit more stability and, and you never know. I mean, that might just bring a little bit more out of the group that's already there. Um, but I think, you know, it, it is very clear that, that we do need some players in the door and, and, and fast, really. To be honest, I wouldn't actually be that surprised to see a new manager sort of as soon as next week, really. I mean, obviously I don't know anything, but like, you know, th- this is not a deal that's, sort of come out of nowhere in some senses. They've been working on this for months. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Simon and, you know, everybody else involved have sort of, you know, maybe some targets in mind or maybe you even have spoken to somebody because like you say, you know, when you're talking about looking forward, we have that with them. They're going to want to start as soon as possible. And and part of that is going to be trying to stay up this season. You know, now 
whether we're too far gone already, I don't know. You know, new players certainly is going to help that. But the sooner we get a manager in as well, like you say, it, it will sort of, you know, it gives us a better chance of staying up, surely. Yeah, I think so. And I, I know we kind of said that it was too late, but I think that this was probably the latest point that the takeover could happen um, but before we were really dead and buried. And I think that I know the game on Saturday is going to be incredibly tough and I still think it'd be very difficult for us to get a result out of it. However, things have changed now, haven't they? So I feel a little bit more optimistic, but I think that now that they've done it now and if they manage to get the players in and the manager in fast enough, I think that we might stand a fighting chance of staying up. And then next season, you can look to rebuild and consolidate and, and stabilise the ship, really. Um, but I think we, we were we were kind of sort of borderline on whether or not we were going to have enough time. I still think it's going to be incredibly difficult for us to stay up. Don't get me wrong. But I think that we've given ourselves a fighting chance now. Um, and I think there probably is enough time for us to to get outside the, the you know the bottom four. Whether it, whether it will be enough time, I'm not sure. But I think that there's that chance now that wasn't there before, which is is good to see. Which will give fans hope and and something to kind of cling on to. You know, um, obviously now knowing that the club's in in, in safe hands. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how quickly they get the signings in. But I think it is it's important that they that they hit the ground running really. And and obviously. I mean, we expect a manager probably has already been identified because we know time is the essence. So it'd be really interested to see who they bring in. Um, and kind of interested to see what happens to um, a number of sort of backroom coaching staff. You know, uh, I wonder what will happen to, to Lee Turnbull. You know, will he revert to his previous role? You know, is it, all this stuff is obviously up in the air and, and we could probably expect it to be looked at and, and kind of resolved within the next few weeks. Um, so it's... It's obviously this was the news we were waiting for, but I think that there is so much more to come in the next couple of weeks. Um, I think there'll probably be a lot of changes, a lot of personnel changes on and off the field. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to to kind of see that develop. And it's also going to be interesting to, to learn more about, you know, the investors and, and the people who have come in to save the club. So it's 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 a really optimistic time. You know, we we might be bottom of the league, but we've we've essentially been, you know, we've been rescued from, from certain death, if you like. Um, and that's where we are. So you can imagine that's so it's like so many completely not fans are absolutely delighted and, and my Twitter feed is just absolutely full with with people just like really, really pleased and, and stuff like that. But there's, there's a long way to go and this is this is the start and the hardest part is going to be to rebuild the club, to make it competitive on and off the field, to get that, you know, investment from local businesses, interest from local groups, get fans to return. I can imagine a lot will return now. Um, obviously, Swans sold the club because that's one of the things that was keeping them away. But I think that there's still some work to do to bring um, long-term stayaways back because it's been such a shit show for such a long time. Um, and it takes time to bring these people back. But hopefully, we're on the right track now. Um, and, and we'll see some developments in, in, in the next few days, really. Um, you know, it's, it is really an exciting time now. Yeah, I think uh, Brian Laws is sat somewhere in Messingham next to his phone waiting for a call. <laughs> no, I mean, who knows? Who knows? We'll see. But yeah, I'd echo that, what, you, what you've said there, Matt, really. And I, I think, you know, it is, um, it's going to be interesting, you know, looking at the gate at the weekend. I know it's going to be kind of boosted by Knox County, but I do think people were saying they're staying away until he sells. You know, he's agreed a deal to, to sell. If, you know, if they care about the club, you've got to get down there at the weekend and, and you've got to get behind the players and, and show, you know, the new investors that um, that support's going to be there. Because, you know, Simon said tonight, they've not got a bottomless pit of money. They're going to have to be careful with, with what they can and can't do. But I think if there's an extra thousand fans on the gate every week, which, you know, I think is very much achievable, 
um, you know, when when everyone's kind of buying into to what the um, the new owners are going to be trying to do, I think that's going to take a lot of pressure off. You know, that the the investors, Ian and and Simon, um, and you know, I think it's we've we've just got to do it, haven't we? I think um, you know, people have been moaning for so long, and, and they've got a whole host of reasons why they're not going. But you know, yeah, it's time to kind of push all that to the side and, and get behind them at, at the home games and, and just try and kind of obviously with the additions coming in, potentially a manager, things like that. You know, it's just time to kind of hopefully turn the turn the atmosphere from a really sort of negative and you know going to games expecting a defeat to maybe something a little bit more you know positive. Um, as as we've said, you know, it's, it's going to take time, but I think you know the fans have got to get back on side and. And basically show uh, that these guys, you know, that that we're grateful for the, um, you know, that they've saved the club, and and we're going to do our bit as well as fans to kind of um, support them where we can, and and hopefully if, if we can both do that, then then hopefully it's it's a positive outcome for the for the club. But I think you know it's, it's got to be a two way street, hasn't it? I don't think they can they can bank roll to to the kind of levels that Swan did when he first came in. Obviously, that's that's kind of all ended in tears. However. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a, a, a more of a cautious approach, which you know I think everyone would be would be happy to see that, um, given sort of where where we are now. But yeah, I think it's it's just a two way street, and and the more support and financial support that they can get from the fans um, at this stage is is going to give them more power in the in the transfer market and and things like that. So yeah, I think it's imperative really that that everyone gets behind them and uh, just kind of gets this off to a to a really good start. And stick by them if if the results don't turn immediately, and and I'm I'm kind of pretty sure they won't. But you know we've got to try and make the atmosphere. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A good one, even though results might not be going our way initially, um, because I think, you know, there is hope. And that's that's the that's the key thing, really, because we've kind of been without hope for, for such a long time. Um, but now, you know, there's this sort of light at the end of the tunnel and hopefully um, we can just kick on now. But it is going to be difficult. 
Should we just circle back to that radio interview that Simon's done today with uh, with Humberside? Um, it, obviously, it wasn't in the original statement, but seemingly is confirmed on on there that this deal does include Glamford Park. It does include the land. Um, so I know that was something that everybody was was worried about. You know, if Swan was still in charge of that, still owned that. Um, he he said himself, didn't he, that you know, your football club needs the assets. So the fact that that is all seemingly part of the deal. That's as, as good a news as the takeover, really. Yeah, I mean, it, it's great. Um, obviously, that was a big sort of... I think that's where Swan lost quite a lot of support he had left, wasn't it? When when the um, ground was sort of transferred to the Cool Silk, you know, that was that was a key moment, really. And I think ever since then, you know, he, he's not really had much support left. And I think it was really important that that, that does come back in the deal. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's great that that is. Um, and... We'll see on the land, obviously, at the moment. There's not really been a lot said on that. I'm sure that will become clear in, in the next few weeks. But I do think, you know, he was looking to kind of sell the lot, including the land and, and stadium and the club. Uh, and I'm sure he'd have still been trying to do that with, with the uh, local consortium. So, I mean, it, it would be good if if there was someone or they could get someone on board that, that could maybe develop that and, and some of the money, uh, you know, go, go back into the club and... I think that was always that's what Swan said the plan was, wasn't it? To put some of that money back into the club, and you know it'd be good to see someone actually um, achieve that because I don't think you know with the situation how it was, <clears throat> I, I just couldn't see Swan achieving that given sort of the hotel in Blackpool still not not being anywhere near finished and, and things like that. I think um, to start building flats, it, it just wouldn't make sense. So um, you know, there's there's a decent plot of land there. There's quite a lot of opportunities for someone um, and, you know, it'd be interesting to see if they have identified someone that can help them with that. Um, because I think, you know, that that's going to be even if they can get something done, you know, it's it's all going to be money um, that can sustain the club long term. And I think that's ultimately what we're looking for. Yeah, and I think, to be honest, there's there's not really an awful lot more that we can discuss at, at this point, really. I, I'm sure there'll be more information in the next, you know, couple of days, uh, which we can look at. But maybe just to end with, should we should we go over a couple of the messages that have already been sort of coming into the to the podcast and, not, and just sort of on Twitter as well? Because as you said earlier, Matt, you know, consensus is overwhelmingly positive. You know, the feeds are really good at the minute. Uh, yeah, so maybe let's just end with a couple of the messages that have been sent in. Yeah, so George Young sent one in. He said he's genuinely emotional and, and excited about all of this and wishes he could get down this weekend. Scunthorpe United has been a constant in my life since 1994. Unforgettable memories over nearly 30 years of following the iron, both good and bad. I've been all over the country and made lasting friendships. There are loads of people who feel the same. This morning, I thought all of that was going to become history. The news that it looks like the club has been saved and may have a future is absolutely fantastic, even if that starts with relegation. Football clubs are communities and a lot of that has been lost over the last few seasons. Tonight is a chance for the fans and the club to be properly united again up the iron, which I think, you know, that, that kind of summarises uh, everything quite nicely. And um, Just know, an interesting have... just an interesting point on that one. Um, you know where he says, even if that starts with the relegation, do you think the consensus is that people would be more inclined to accept a relegation now they know that the future is you know, the future is more secure and that there's hopefully a bigger project ahead, you know, to build back. Because, I mean, realistically, like we say, unless we do get some players in, even with that, there's still an awful lot of work to do on the pitch. It's not it's not guaranteed that we can stay up. 
No, I mean, it's not. But I think the key thing now is, is there is some hope there. I think with um, with the Swan family, I think it was pretty clear they were just not going to invest any more money, whether, you know, they, they didn't want to or they, they couldn't financially. And you're looking at it, you were looking at sort of the January window. I know we could sign players throughout the season, but that was always at the start of the season. The message we were getting from, you know, Lee, Neil were, you know, don't worry too much. We can sign players all the way through the season. Um, and you know, it became clear pretty quickly that that just wasn't going to happen. And it was also clear that the players in the building at the moment, um, although I think they could be performing a little bit better than they are now, I think it was always going to be a struggle with with that group of players to stay in the division. And, you know, it still will be without, um, you know, a lot of additions and, and some quality in, in there as well. Um, but I do think, as I said last night on the podcast last night, I was probably resigned to to relegation at the very least um whether we still had a club i mean that that was a bonus really um but yeah i was kind of resigned to um relegation this you know it just gives you sort of a little bit to something to cling on to really um and let's be honest i mean if we can get some players through the door of a of a decent quality i've not really seen any decent sides really good sides i think obviously Wrexham are, are sort of a class above, and I think we'll see that again with with Notts County. You know, on the day, um, they're really really good sides that can play at a higher level. Um, but I do think, other than that, there's not a lot in this division. And I think if we can kind of get a bit of momentum, get some players through through the door, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. Whether we will do it, you know, we're, we're six points behind now, aren't we? Um, with you know some of the teams ahead of us got a few games in hand so it's still not looking great um, and we've still got a bit of a mountain to climb but yeah there is that there's something to cling on to there's a bit of hope that, that we could actually do it and I think that's the, the key thing and I think it would be you know it would be absolutely devastating I think if, if we went down again I mean you just couldn't really imagine it a couple of seasons ago but you know we, we are where we are uh, but I do think um, you know if if we couldn't get out of it um, there'd be a little bit more patience with you know um, a sort of consortium, a group uh, with some ideas to take the club forward because I think that's what we, we need at the moment. We need some fresh ideas, some some real, um, I think, creativity as well at, at times. I think we, we may be lacking a bit of that. Um, and yeah, just, just some new ideas that can hopefully take the club forward and and kind of, yeah, if, if it is relegation, obviously no nobody wants that and it'd be an absolute disaster. However, you know, there'd still be something, there'd still be the hope that we could actually um, come back from it uh, but yeah I mean we've got to focus now on, on climbing the table really and picking up as many points as possible um, and we are in a better position to do that than we were yesterday um, so yeah I think overall you know I think everything is, is sort of um, really positive but yeah it's, it's not going to be an overnight fix so um, so we'll see see how it goes. Yeah um, I agree I think that Yesterday, kind of, I, I was resigned to us being relegated already, and, and obviously we're kind of expecting um, <clears throat> the sort of relegation and, and maybe even the, the points deductions because of the, the unpaid wages and things like that. But I think that now I can still see us getting relegated. However, I'm not that I'm not as worried because I I thought like before before the takeover, if we got relegated, I genuinely thought that was going to be the end of the club. Um, if not before. However, now, because we've got new owners, um, I think that even if we did go down, I think there's still a relatively bright future because I think we could probably, you know, realistically come straight back up. Um, and hopefully we won't need to do that because we can stay in this league and then we can be in this league next season and we can consolidate and we can think think about 
then building back towards the football league. Um, and it'll be a long road. Um, you know, it's it's it Wrexham still aren't there yet, and it's taken them years, and, and they've had the kind of Hollywood money. So um, <clears throat> I think that the signings need to come thick and fast, um, and we need support really. Um, we need reinforcements, and I think I'd like to see us sign in the right areas um, and and to completely forget about sentiment. The, what are our biggest problems this year? The defense, the goalkeeper. Let's replace them. As simple as that. If we want to stay up, get an experienced goalkeeper in, get a new centre back in. You know, uh, and as you said, Matt, I think we probably do need some more creativity as well. Um, but if we do that, the the existing squad does have some decent players in it. You know, that, that should be able to perform at this level. We've seen we've seen Nuttall do it. We've seen Butterfield do it. Even though he's been a bit of a luxury recently, I, I don't think he's really been pulling his weight. These kind of players, <clears throat> once they're put in a team um, that can help. You know, work around them. I think that we will get start to look at getting better results. We've we've got other good players, Mason O'Malley, really good player. You know, um, and 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 there are good players in the squad. It's just that they need other good players to bring out kind of how good they are and help them to perform. And, and we've not been able to do that this season. Uh, so I think that, that is obviously the, the the biggest thing. And I think that uh, you know, hopefully, we'll see that happen pretty fast. Um, and. Yeah, we've got a few more um, tweets. Shall I read a few out, Matt? And then you can read a few. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah. So we've got a few just kind of sent in. Um, uh, one from from James joining us saying, finally, um, one podcast I can listen to without having a mental breakdown. Um, you're welcome, James. Um, <laughs> uh, another one saying um, from Bailey, get Nigel or Grezer in. Yeah, that would be nice, but, um, you know, probably a bit outlandish. Uh, 1500 Club said, when will the chips be sorted? Um, you know, all the important ones. Um, Will Cunningham said, "Fucking buzzing, a roller coaster of emotions from last night and tonight." It's gone top. Have the club back. And I think you know we were we were recording a podcast at similar time last night, and we were literally thinking the club wasn't going to be here the next day. So it's it's been you know kind of a, a, a it has been a roller coaster. It's, it's been it's been a, a bit of a, a resurrection really. And I think that you know it, it's it's amazing really. Um, uh, the iron filing says, what's the wish list for the new owners, both on and off the field? And realistically, you know, again, we're looking at players um, and, and fans' wish list is, is going to be to strengthen the squad immediately and to get a good manager in. Um, and hopefully those things happen really, really quickly. Um, and what else have we got? Um, I mean, I'll let you read some more, Matt, but um, you've probably had some others sent in. Um, yeah. but, I mean, the consensus is... Um, that you know, it's 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 time to re- rebuild now. Uh, but but the as 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 you said, Matt, the fans need to get behind the new owners. They need to get behind the club now. Or oh, there's there's no point. You know, what have we waited this long for? If people cannot get behind them now, and I've seen quite a lot of people tweet to say, you know, they've stayed away for three years, um, and and they're now buying tickets, buying half season tickets, looking to get involved, looking to get back down to the ground to support the, the club, to support the team. So uh, you know it's, it's it's important that we do that, and 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 we show that you know the people who have come in to save the club, which is what they've done, that they've made the right decision, and and that we're we're now here for the journey, for the, for the rebuild, um, and and for the you know for the for the project, which is to get us back in the football league. Yeah, just to finish, a couple more. Uh, Alex sent one in. Uh, relief to secure the future of the football club will be hard without serious investment to avoid relegation. Key has to be sorting off the field issues first to bring stability within the club. Uh, manager with National League experience required to get ASCII on the blower immediately. Um, <clears throat> Baron Quibble, uh, he's put the heating on, donned his Matt Elliott 92 shirt, 
and DM Nigel to sign him out about joining on the YTS. A bit extravagant, but it is the World Cup and nearly Christmas. Big, ba- <laughs> big bag of cans with the lads. Um, so, yeah, you know, all positive. And, and just something else that I kind of noticed, I've been flicking through Facebook, you know, the Facebook group um, this evening. You know, there's um, all sorts of comments on there. But one thing I have noticed is quite a few local businesses that are actually offering the services to the club and um, there's one guy, um, Kieran McNulty, he's offered to to spray the stadium and, and make it look new again. He, he's messaged Simon on there. And um, there's a guy, Lee, he's offering to, to do all the guttering um, and get that sorted free of charge. So, you know, there's there's loads of people that are looking as though they, they want to get back involved with the club and taking advertising boards and, and things like that. I've seen a couple um, that have actually been in touch with the commercial department again tonight to um to now take advertising boards so you know it's it's good and it's um hopefully we can see more of that moving forward but yeah i think overriding um feeling really is is relief um for the short term you know it's obviously not over the line as as yet um but it is looking extremely likely that that's going to happen and i think um you know the sooner that can happen everything's sorted um you know, the sooner we can kick on as as a club, really. But yeah, um, yeah, relief and and just happy that all the the staff have been paid because obviously that was a big big issue um, as we were heading towards Christmas and and with kind of the um, financial climate as it was uh, as it is at the moment. So um, yeah, that was good to see. Yeah, that's definitely one of the most important things. Um, anything else, Matt? Do you want to just chip in there with or something? Yeah, I was just going to say, I think that, that going back a few years to um, to COVID and the lockdown, I think that a lot of people thought that they had lost football when they were not able to go to games and when games were suspended and things like that. And, and there was kind of a real period of sort of depression and, and sort of malaise in the football world, especially in this, this country, of, of how kind of you know, essential football is to communities, is to, is to people's daily lives, is to what they do at the weekend. It's, you know, it's it's, it's a religion, isn't it? It's like going to church every weekend. You'll go, you'll go see your football team. If you know, it, it's just part of the way people are in this country. And I think that you know, in, in kind of in the in the lockdown and things like that, I think a lot of people kind of lost that part of their soul. But I think for Scunthorpe fans, it's been worse, and I think it's been well before COVID. Uh, it's been throughout that, and it's been up until this point really. The club has been to all intents and purposes, dead to a lot of fans, dead to a lot of local people, to a lot of businesses that are going to be part of it. And as you can see, people are starting to come back now. Um, and I think that, that that's what this is really. It's that cloud. It's that malaise being lifted. It's it's, 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 it's it's the club saying, we're back now. You can come back to support us. You can come back and make us part of your lives again as part of, 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 of your everyday kind of um, routine and, and stuff like that and I think that this is going to be really important to Scunthorpe, it's going to be really important to you know Scunthorpe fans all over the world that they're going to have a proper well-run club to support again which has not been the case for the past sort of five or six years and I think that this is that kind of moment where people were going back into grounds you know after Covid and think our oh, football's back, I've missed this but we can now do that and say you know we can go to, to watch the club watch the team and say we, we've actually got a future you know it's we're no longer in a downward spiral there is some hope there to cling to and there's some rebuilding to be done and everybody's going to be one of part of that project again and I think that you know that that's what we're going to see now over the next few weeks if as you said Matt, I don't think you know results will be immediately come back but there's going to be hope there and there's going to be a lot more intensity in the support a lot more um, hope a lot more willingness to be patient 
because we know that the, the rebuild has started um, and it started today. And that's why people are so pleased. So hopefully, um, you know, the results will start to pick up and, and fans will start to come back in numbers. And I think that you will see that. I'm sure you will see that. And I think that there's going to be, um, you know, a, a big buzz around the place on Saturday against Knox County. And, you know, um, I, I don't, I, I find it difficult to see that we're going to get a result. Hopefully we will, you know, that will be amazing. Um, but you know, it, it's it the, the rebuild starts now, really. So um, you know, it's it's it is it is really is a new dawn for the club, um, and it, it's been a fantastic day. So you know, up the iron. Yeah, definitely is. I mean, we we've been doing this podcast for what just over four years now, and and in that time, you know, how many wins have we seen? I'd, I'd be genuinely interested to know that. I'd, I'd I'd be surprised if it was more than twenty. You know, it's been an awful time over the last couple of years. But I'd just echo what you're saying there. It does genuinely feel like a new start today. I think people are really optimistic, as you can see from all the messages we've been having. Um, obviously, there's a long way to go yet, but it, as I say, first steps today. So I think let's end there. There'll probably be more information coming tonight, tomorrow. You know, after the game, what have you? We'll be there to sort of cover it all. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this. We'll see you on the next one. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.